Hi, everyone. Welcome to Domain Sherpa, and thanks for tuning in to the podcast with the best domain name and digital asset content in the world. We've got a brand new Domain Sherpa review today featuring Braden Drew and Chad Falkening, a.k.a. Dow Jones. That's a bonus a.k.a. for everybody, because for those of you who don't know, Chad is a domain name investor and entrepreneur who's been way ahead of the curve on DAOs, decentralization, disintermediation, literally years before everybody else, and he brings a lot of that to the table today on today's show. Super interesting stuff that you don't want to miss. But with him on the show, we still play the domain game featuring Mila.com, Denver DUIILawyer.com. That's two I's in there. BlogDow.com and VRCam.com. Then we've got the Namejet and the Jet segment sponsored by Namejet. And we talk about some domains coming up for auction, including ClimbingWall.com, DTI.com, Tuscany.net, and Zeus.org. Org. Then we talk a little bit about the new Namejet website, a little bit about Burning Man, and of course we talk about DAOs, decentralization, and how all of that can apply to domain names. And remember, if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, you can also watch the video version at DomainSherpa.com and on our YouTube channel at DS.TV. You can also listen to the shows on Apple and Spotify and other podcast platforms as well. So make sure you hit the like button, the subscribe button, all that good stuff to make sure you stay on top of what we've got coming out, and it also helps us to boost everything everything that we do. So we really appreciate that. And also, we're now integrating our shows with Muse.ai, which provides new search functionality for the shows and transcripts as well. So check it all out and definitely don't miss any of that. And also, big shout out to Dan.com, the number one place in the world to buy and sell your domains with a special platform made for domain investors. With that, it's now time to get into this episode of Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. What's up, Sherpa Network? Thank you for tuning in today. My name is Jonathan Tenenbaum, a.k.a. JT, a.k.a. On, a.k.a. Sherpa Winfrey, a.k.a. John Burgundy, and I'm the host and producer of Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. Today's show is a Domain Sherpa review where we get into the minds of successful domain investors using real examples so we can learn strategies and tactics to become more successful domain name investors ourselves. These are the experts. These are the OGs. Got a special guest today. Super excited. There are four segments to the Domain Sherpa review. It's grand opening where I intro the Sherpas, drop some AKA, see what's going on, talk about some related things, some unrelated things, try to keep it on message, on task if we can for Drew's sake, but I can't I can't make any promises. Then segment two, we got the domain game. That's what we hear about with the Sherpas recently bought and sold. Everybody guesses on the price. We keep score, give out some swag to the winner. I already got my swag from the last time when I won. If you remember, so I'm on a winning streak. We'll see if we can keep it going, you know, because we do have some swag now. Pretty excited about that. Segment three, Namejet and the Jet, sponsored by our friends at Namejet, where we review a list of domains coming up for auction. We see what the Sherpas like, what they don't like, all that good stuff. And then last but not least, we got grand closing, where we discuss anything we haven't already covered, all that good stuff. All right, let's go ahead and introduce the Sherpas. Over to my right, I got my boy Andrew Rosner, a.k.a. Morpheus, a.k.a. the Dirk Diggler, Digital Assets, a.k.a. Bob Lee Swagger, the Sniper, a.k.a. Drew. Drew got what I need. Yeah. What up? It's Cancel Adams, Greybeard, the Domain Pirate. Every Rosner has its thorn. What is up, dude? What's happening? I'll tell you what, I got what you need. I got what you need. <laughs> You're like, I got a pink slip. I got a pink slip for you. 
that's what I got. You get a pink slip, and you get a pink slip. Hey, man, look, I'm just happy to be here. You know what I'm saying? Today's gonna, today's a vibe, and uh, you know it's a beautiful day, man. It's uh, you know we just doing what we do summertime all right let's keep it moving lower right i got my boy the one and only Braden pollock aka tony stark aka benjamin button aka eat bray love aka Braden statham aka matcha man aka Braden pollockton the archduke of calabasas who doesn't nor has he ever lived in calabasas I, I i i got the letter from your lawyers man i get it anytime i say it i gotta do the disclaimer it's cool what's up what's up man how you living man you looking good I, I'm, I'm good. Up? I'm the Archduke Duke of uh, Tahoe right now. Hey, man, that's it. I like it, man. Tommy Tahoe, let's go. Um, uh, <laughs> it doesn't even mean anything. I'm just saying words. Nothing. All it's right. It's like Archduke of Calabasas also meant nothing. <laughs> Tommy Tahoe, what's up? Nothing to do. Yeah. <laughs> Consistently inconsistent, man. That's how that's it. That's what that's how we roll. All right. And special guest who's the first time since I've been on the show, although he's been on the show before. Below me, we got my boy Chad Falkening, aka the mad scientist, aka Burning Man, aka Chad of the Bone, aka Mr. Exit, aka J.R.R. Falkening. What's up, man? You know what I'm saying? I guess I could drop a bio, but you know, I'd rather just kind of talk to you a little bit about what's good. I know that uh Man, you know, Mr. Exit, Domain Holdings, I know it's been a minute since you sold that. That was a kind of a big deal that, you know, there's an article from Ron Jackson 13, 14 years ago, man. I mean, you've been doing this for a minute. You're now on some big, big brain. That's actually, I should have called you AKA Big Brain. You know what I mean? Because whenever we talk about the shit you got going on, it makes my head hurt, man. You know what I mean? I'm not going to lie. 27 (laughs) years, man. I look back and I'm like, shit, 27 years ago, I started Full time. So, and I love it, man. Every day. Uh, just a heads up. Edad. E-D-A-D. Edad.com. Or Edad. Okay. That's my new kind of three-year branding I've been working on. All right. Edad.com. All right. We'll put the link. We'll put the link in the show. And, uh, yeah. So, for those of you who don't know, I mean, entrepreneur, domain investor. I mean, building businesses, building brands, doing big things for 30 years. I mean, it's uh, he is that dude. And, uh, you know, just a great, great person. The, uh, you know, um, so what about that? I called you Burning Man because I know that's your jam too. You know what I'm saying? Y'all do a little bit of that stuff. And uh, did you get out there this year? I know Braden, that's Braden. Braden kind of does the same thing, but y'all, y'all cross paths out there when y'all are glamping in the desert? Like, what's up? Nah, did yeah. we ever, did we ever connect out there? I don't remember. No, I mean, I haven't been in a couple of years, but we do the regional burns. But I do them with my kids. So I, I'd like to go to regional burns with my kids and jam out for three days and you know, so that's and now AI shit. Like that's the one thing I'm like, damn, I'm doing something right. So that's our. Those that's that our don't time. know what a what a regional burn is, it's like a mini local Burning Man. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's fire, pun intended, but really it is super dope that that's yeah. like, that's a thing they do. And, uh, so has that always been something that's been happening with Burning Man? Is that relatively new or, or what? The regional burns have been gone for a while, but it's, uh, but people understand Burning Man is kid friendly. It's always been kid friendly since day mm-hmm. one. And if you want to do a regional burn, you have to be family friendly, kid friendly. It's like, it, it's, they'll, they'll sue you for it and they enforce it. So if you're a regional burn, use that brand. It has to be family friendly. Huh. 
Well, I remember, you know, it's funny because I remember years ago you telling me you bringing your kids to Burning Man and them like, you know, like frolicking in the desert, like on just some like wild Mad Max like type of thing. These kids just like, you know, just free spirit type stuff. And I was just like, yo, that's that's crazy to me, you know, because I know Burning Man kind of runs the gamut, right? For people who want to get like way off the grid and all that kind of stuff all the way to, you know, the little villages and the whole thing. And like you said, the fact that it's family friendly, I think, is just a really wild wrinkle that makes it extra super cool and uh don't yeah, they keep that us, sorry to rip it totally no, go, but go, for go. us i think it's a couple things ai is here right now it's communication skills i think we got one domain in there upskill you know how do kids communicate how do they react you know number one that's an important part of you know with ai here and then two um you know like the psychedelics is coming too down the road you know from approval and a lot of people from LA and California go to Burning Man do psychedelics to raise their coding abilities and stuff like that. That's kind of one of the themes. And so um, there's a lot more that goes along with Burning Man, not just the party. There's yeah. a lot more factors that go and that people don't understand it. So, yeah. No. One of the nice things about being at Burning Man is not having to explain Burning Man. <laughs> first rule of burning man do not explain burning man no i love it man and uh yeah well you know the interesting thing about the kids that you talk about you know sort of like they you know as and we've talked about this with drew drew brings this up a lot about ai and how you know with these trends it's like how do you prepare your kids for the future right when when it's you know unclear obviously like and everything's evolving so quickly and things like ai are coming into you know are so mainstream and now it's like what skills do you try to teach them to learn to give them you know to help position them to be successful happy functioning adults right um and uh and i think nowadays the thing i'm seeing especially with my kids is that because they have so much access to information like we never did they know about so much stuff right so they get inundated with all this shit and their access is like never before. And, you know, and it's funny because you sound like the old people on the porch being like, man, they, nowadays these kids are all moving so fast. And But it really is like that. And I think that that's, to me, the key is you try to instill in your kids a certain set of values and the ability to just make good decisions, right? Because I think the thing is, is they're going to, if they want to go get access to something, eventually they will, right? You can shelter them as long as you want. You can helicopter them as long as you want. It's just... You know, it's like the kids that you knew from college that like, you know, never like partied in high school. So the minute they got a, a set a f- little bit of freedom, some kids went fucking nuts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're like, yo, bro. You know what I mean? It's like, but so, you know, but how do you do that? And, you know, prepare them naturally so that they can make good decisions. And some of it is like, you know, it's just a, a, you can't control everything they're going to have access to because they're going to have access to everything. So instead, it's just a matter of trying to raise like good, decent human beings that when faced with decisions and things and, and whatnot, they you know, hopefully make good decisions, you know? So I, that's, you know, so it's wild, wild times, man, wild times. So, but, yeah, but uh, all, you know, all that, all the internet access is not making people smarter, right? Especially kids. They're just, you know, it's, it's 15 seconds at a time on TikTok. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's you know it's what influencers saying and doing. It's not, it's you know it, it should be that they have the access to the world's information and it's making them smarter. But it's it's really not. Yeah, no, I actually look at it in China. In China, it is right. In yeah, China, because doctors literally delivering educational material to children. Right. right, um, right. In the U.S., it's delivering brain rotting, you know, Kardashian not, inspired. It's videos. delivering prime I'm energy not, drink I'm right to your brain. Sure. We're yeah. not one for conspiracy theories, but it's no accident that China focuses on education and 
and garbage for us. I'll tell you what, I am one for conspiracy theories because it turns out conspiracy theories are actually the reality of the world. And the <laughs> shit that's contrary to conspiracy theories is like, you know, the the the, the narrative propaganda. Uh, you know, and, and, and that's like not taking a putting a tinfoil hat on. That's just actually stepping back and observing the relative truth uh, over, you know, let's say the more recent years. Well, in this case, uh, we, you and I are aligned. Are aligned here. Yeah, let's let's talk to Mains. Well, real quick though, we will talk to Mains, but I will say this is another area where the Simpsons just always nail it. There's an episode where Homer. You know, starts like uh, I don't know if it's in the local paper or whatever, but he starts trying to identify all these conspiracy theories, and it turns out one of them is true. And then they, you know, the the super billionaires they they capture him and they take him to the private island. That you know, like because he just throwing all the shit at the wall, and they're like, he's like, which one was right? <laughs> you know, and it's like, but in this case, it's like all of them. You know, I think uh, well, the TikTok thing. This is the last thing, and then we'll slide into domains to talk what we're here for. But the um, you know, with the way that it you know, you've got these data analysts, researchers, all these billions of dollars that are being pumped into these apps that are intending to manipulate you to just keep clicking and, you know, and for these kids whose brains are still forming and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And kind of that's what my point, my point about access wasn't that it was access in a good way. It was access in a bad way to basically anything they want to get and see and hear about and learn about shit that like, as you know, as kids, we had no exposure to that. Now it's like, it's in their face. And, uh, yeah, I mean, and it's this influencer culture and all this garbage. I mean, it's like there's no doubt that, you know, these things are, you know, it's a limiting screen time. You know, there's certain things you can do to try to, you know, with, with kids like that, they have access. Again, I, I look at access not as a good thing, but as a bad thing. But, you know, it can be used for good. It's interesting that the China version of TikTok is providing educational, you know, stuff to kids because they'll absorb anything you put in front of them if you can do it the right way. You know, it's a shame that the shit we're serving up and, you know, is fucking, like you said, Kardashian and the Paul brothers and all this other stuff who I don't even dislike all them individually. It's just the whole overarching thing is kind of, kind of shit. But anyway, all right, enough of that though. Enough of that. Let's talk about domains. Let's talk about the domain game. All right. So Drew, you got a name, a buy, a sell. Let's, let's get some prices. Let's get, let's talk about some swag. I don't have it on me now, but you know I had the shirt uh, last time, which I won because I won. It was the winner. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Well, no, I mean I got some. I'm just trying to think what I can talk about or what I want to talk about. Yeah, um, we got a good one. We got a really good one, but I, I gotta. I'd have to ask permission. I can't. Uh, all right, let's go with a buy. All, All right. right. But JT, you're going to get disqualified. Wow, man, that's all right. That's all right. I try to, it's I probably better anyway to kind of stick to listening to you talking about how you win how, this shit. How I won. I know, man. Hey, look, you know, just got to let right, them know. So, ready? It's, this is a buy, and it's Mila.com. M-I-L-A. M-I-L-A. All right. Now, Chad, you can't do research. Yeah, you immediately see well, the research. I spelled it wrong. M E L A. M I L A. M I L A. And then what you got to do is you got to put you got to put it into the calculator on your phone. Yep. Put and the then number of your guests, and then we're going to flip them over at the same time. On so a buy nobody side. Can, on a yeah. buy side. Yeah. Yes, this sir. is what what price do you think I paid to buy the name?
All right, let's go. Let's flip it or maybe play the Jeopardy music up in here or make Billy play it, actually. Ready? All right, here we go. Three, two, one. All right. Oh, Chad. Chad with 6,000. Raiden with 22,500 for those of you who are only listening and not watching. Yo, y'all are y'all are gonna make dudes Chad, feel bad. Chad, yeah, you're making me feel MILA.com, man. Yo, Chad's still stuck in ninety-six. I had eight grand. I changed it to and, six. And <laughs> Braden, Braden, should know better. Oh, uh, man. All right. So I'm gonna tell you one fact and I'm gonna ask you if you want to change your guests. This is my daughter's name. I like that you're giving them right. an opportunity so, to change. Uh, well, because it's going to make me feel so bad when I tell them the real number. <laughs> I'm going to 16. <laughs> All, right. All right. I paid 75. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> and, but, Jesus. you know, uh, I think it's an amazing brand, number one. But it's my daughter's name, and so it will never be sold. Uh, I've tried to buy it for 10 years. It was just coincidental perfect timing this company just went out of business in switzerland uh and i literally happened to ping them which i've you know i've regularly done over the years but i just happened to ping them in exactly the week where their board was uh uh looking for money offers and selling off the assets and uh that was the price and i took it and uh that is it yeah but I'm very happy. I, I really am very excited to get that. And you're going to use it, right? So in your daughter's name, you can never go wrong with that. If you want to get yeah. your kids involved in your business. Exactly. You know, that's the way I look at it. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, it's talk about, you know, I mean, when Drew has Drew.com, Drew.net, you know, and the ability to be able to just, you know, have the email addresses at your own.com. I mean, it's like, what a flex. And as we continue down this path of digital assets, taking over and eating the world, it's like, yeah, it, it, it's, it's like a personal competitive advantage having your name. It really is. It's a, it's a, it's a door opener. It's a conversation starter. It's a, you know, it's, it's just a, it's just, it's an authority authoritative thing. It's uh it's right, uh, been so very useful. Anyway. So I, I, were, I, apparently I overpaid. You overpay, but you, but you're the end user. So if yeah. if it was not your daughter's name, what would you pay? I still would have paid up to fifty. It's yeah. a, it's a C it's a it's a CBCD first name four letter brand. Mila, I mean, it's an amazing brand. I, I, I think it's just a great brand. Period. Even if it wasn't a first I, name, I, it's a great brand. I agree. I just thought you would have very hard to get a four letter. Uh, a, I mean, this is the holy grail. The holy, from from my experience, the holy grail of branding is four letters, ideally C consonant vowel, consonant vowel, uh, I's, O's, and A's. Right, those are the letters that are the usually the easiest to or oh yeah, I's, O's, and A's. Yeah, and um, they just make great brands. There's so many I'd of them. Go get, I'd go get M E L A too, Mila. It's not a website. It's not an active website. You might want to cut, but it's just Mela. You said Mela. Mela. That's like uh, you know. I know. You I know. Ri- it's different, you gotta, but 
You got to be a redneck. You got to be a redneck like you to to to, to spell it like that. Well, ninety five percent of Americans can be rednecks. I know. So like, I know. Hey man, you You're know right. we from yeah the Midwest. We out here, man. Let's go. Um, although although in Florida now, you know, I I mean, you. that's the uh, that's the no. migration. That's the natural migration. You know, and I say that as a proud, you know, um, Pennsylvania. You know, from Pennsylvania, from Pennsylvania to Florida, from from Indiana to Florida. You know what I'm saying? That's how we do it. Um, all right, well, cool, man. I think. Um, hey, look, I think it brings up an interesting point, and I think Braden really kind of nails it. It's like, look, you, you know, you're the end user, right? So, you know, that's the end user. That's an end user price ish for that domain, and uh, you know, and now you've got it. So, and you you can do it. So, good stuff. All right, cool. Well, let's keep it moving, Braden. What do you got? You got a buy or a sell? What's up? I want to guess. I need to guess on something okay. so I can feel how it feels to be right. Let me let me look. Uh, all right, the last last two three names I've talked about were uh, legal names, so I'm going to mm-hmm. continue that trend because oh. I sell I sell them regularly. Legal brand, let's go. Okay, so here's one that's a little little different. Denver D U I I Lawyer dot com. Two eyes. D U I I little. Throwing in an extra I just for the extra for the extra bits and giggles. D U I I Lloyd. Is it wait, D U I I You gotta drink. You you need to drink a lot to get that extra I. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like D U I is one thing, but you get, you get that extra I, it's like, woo, you handed your business. Did, did you buy it on drop or on the market? Well, this was a buy no, or a no, sell. No, that's not how we do sell. it. This is sell. Oh, it's a sell. So we we don't find out about the buy until later. So is it DIY lawyer or lawyers? Is it plural or just one? Or just singular? Uh, it is singular. Singular. All right. <laughs> so, all right. Denver DUII lawyer dot com. All right. Let's go. Let's go. That's a mouthful right there. It's a lot. It's a lot. On a sell. On a sell. On a sell. Um. All right. All right. Y'all ready to flip it? Here we go. Three, two, one. Let's go. Flip oh, it on. All right. So I'm at, oh man, this is the problem with blurring the background, man. I'm at 799. Drew is at 988. Chad, where were you? Chad was at 3000. <laughs> he was at four and he just changed it to three. <laughs> I like it. Yo, that's good. Chad's He's talking a, about the rule. That's solid. Um, all right. So. <laughs> So we got a little bit of a spread, but generally, you know, kind of all in the same range. What's uh, what's up, Braden? How, how, tell me how I want. Go ahead. Tell him. Tell him. $1,998. Oh, wow. 1900 So wait, Chad, what did you switch your number so, to? Wait, from so, 4000 So we'll give him the 3000 You know, first time, first time gamer. You know, that's it. Hey, I don't so make wait, the- so, so I'm at 988 so uh, where are we? He won thousand bucks. Well, one thousand twenty-two dollars yeah, off. Wait, so what was it sold for? One nine nine nine. One nine nine eight. One nine. Okay, hold on. One nine nine eight. Drew, what were you? So I'm a thousand dollars. So you got it. Boom! Drew wins. Drew yeah. gets the point. Look at that. That's like my yeah. first point in like years. Right, you can't go high, right? And well, no, we no, no, well, we closest. We, 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 yeah. you can go over. Okay. You can go over. Yeah, yeah, closest to the pin. Close, it's close not pin. closest without going over. Yeah. So, all right. So in this case, wow, that was pretty tight. You know, you had to, I had to think about. We had to do math there for a second, and uh, 
So Drew, all right. Well, hey, you know, Brayden, I think that's a pretty good price for that name. T- give us some detail, including what you bought it for and how long you held it. Uh, hand register. Boom. All right. So, so um, various states have specific laws. I guess it's just politicians that, that want to be clever. Uh, so in Colorado, it's driving under the influence of intoxicants is uh, the actual legal term. Nobody uses it, though. They just say DUI. But yeah, nobody would know that. Right. But I think it was a lawyer that, you know, wanted to get that name that wanted to be exact. With their, sure. With their well, people probably do search for it off if their ticket says DUII or whatever. And they say, hey, I got to get somebody for a DUII. I don't know. I mean, it's just. Uh, and they probably hey. I haven't I haven't looked, but they probably couldn't get Denver DUI lawyer. Sure. Um, oh, yeah. Or any of those variations. What made those. you buy that name? And how long did you hold it? Um, I'd have to look it up. Uh, years. I had it for years, but I mean, let, let's, uh, it'd take me a minute to look it up, but let's say I had it for 10 years, you know, I mean, it, it was hand read, so I have a, like under a hundred dollars into it. Right. A hundred bucks into 2000. I mean, Hey, there's your 20 X boom. Well, good job, man. That's solid, you know? So, but it also goes to show you, and we say this on every single show, you know, domaining being a successful domain investor is not an overnight success type of endeavor. So, you know, it's, it's takes time, man. It takes time. Good job. All right. So, Chad, look at the brain on Chad. What's the, uh, well, it's Brad from Pulp Fiction. It's like, look at the big brain on Brad. You know what I'm saying? So, look at the big brain on Chad. I kind of, that's so what, many that's, words. So, I do. I flip things like that. Um, what you got? You got a buy or a sell, man? You got something you can talk to us about? Let's do a buy because I'm, I'm curious on this one. So, um, Blog Dow. Mm, all right. Blog Dow. Blog Dow. Yeah. Blog Dow. All right. Blog This is a buy. Buy. All right. I'm ready when y'all are. Not Dow Blog. It's Blog Dow. Blog Dow. Blog Dow. Man. All right. All right. Here we go. Flip it. I think you got to pull back. I can't. All right. I'm at 499. What do you have, Braden? Braden's at 500. And then Drew's at 755. All right. So oh, Braden, Braden got pigeonholed. <laughs> yeah. Got- he still could get it, though. He needs to be super close, though. 204. 204. JT with the point. Let's go. Man, I yeah. was going to even go. I was going to say 205. Uh, 250 was what I was going to put. So let's. Well, I, I was going to go low, and I thought, nah, I was going to say wrench fee actually, but then I was like, ah. Hey, you know. So, uh, so I was I snuck in there right under the uh, right under the cap, basically. So, talk to us about the why you bought it, and you have a couple of you know. Let's talk a little bit about your Dow stuff in general, because I know you've got a couple of different things going on, uh, you know, in and around sort of like what we call Web three or, or some of the other stuff. But, um, so what's good? Well, I just look, I can look at it as a business model, right? So decentralization, decentralization, I think, is the theme and ownership mm-hmm. is the theme, I think, these next couple of years. Uh, and DAOs are really the new business kind of organizational structure. Um, you know, I think that was an older name, too. So that was, you know, registered four or five, six years ago. So, hmm. you know, and blogs are big, right? So I was like, shit, let's go for it. And for, you know, look, the entry point at 200 bucks is nothing, so. Um, you know, I just look, I like DAOs. I, I study DAOs. I research DAOs. I'm fascinated by DAOs. 
And uh, I think that's the future business model. So, yeah, well, this kind of goes to what I was saying about, um, you know, even with Contrib, like a lot of what you're doing is really trying to establish certain things around autonomous, you know, business building or, you know, almost like crowdsourced in a way through these different things. And, you know, so you, do you find that the way DAOs are being established and utilized? I mean, do you see that continuing to progress in a positive way to where you really can start to have some of this, you know, sort of autonomous governance in a way that really works online? Oh, yeah, man. The tooling is getting exponentially yeah. better, right? I mean, the tooling is getting here. You know, people ask me, I'm like, listen, join a DAO. Like, if you work for a company, join a DAO, right? Because you can participate. You don't get recognized as your image. You, you contribute what you can value, bringing your value into it. So, I encourage people just to participate. And there's a lot of big professionals that are participating in DAOs. Because mm-hmm. like, I'm like, shit, you know, high VCs that are testing it because you can go into your passion. You know, so I think there's, there's going to be a proliferation of DAOs soon because the tooling is getting exponentially better. Um, so, yeah. No, I uh, dig it, man. So out of all the stuff so, you can't... Oh, go ahead, Andrew. Yeah. I mean, how actually decentralized do you think most of these DAOs are? Because, you know, we, we are... There's clear, you know, there there are these Achilles heels, right? Um, around KYC, around banking, around um, even domain names, right? Like uh, there's currently no domain registrar where you can have a Web3 wallet as the anchor identity point for a domain registration, right? Um well, you got to look into the code base, right? You got to look in the app. You got to look underneath the hood to find out how mm-hmm. is the protocol structured? Like, how is it structured? How do you vote? How do you do these well, other things? Well, e- e- so, e- even step back and zoom out further. Like, is there any protocol other than something like a Bitcoin that is actually, you know, decentralized? Like, what? I guess what I'm trying to get at is like, what are the pain points? What's the hurdle that has to get crossed? Because I agree with you, the tooling. The software, that's all, it, it's getting close. It's getting really good. Um, I'm investing in a company right now, as we speak, that is that is building some of that tooling that's really cool. Um, but I still feel like um, none of it is really truly decentralized because um, you know, there's a there's a decentralized governance mechanism to it, but at the end of the day, there's still central control, you know, across almost everything I've seen. Well, a couple of facts on that. Look at what the SEC is doing in terms of like ownership, right? If you hold more than I think 19% or 20%, then it's centralized, right? I think that's what yeah. the SEC is putting on their security rules or what a security is, is 19%. So you want to We've always been saying for taxes, we want to get down to 19.9% anyways of a ownership of an asset. Um, you know, but then stuff like handshake, right? That is totally decentralized with no DAO, right? Yeah. Like and that's where it's like a protocol that's running that's needs a DAO around that really decentralized protocol. Um, and so and so, and then you have some that are gradual decentralization and they're abiding and their their actions are speaking towards their plan of trying to get decentralized. And then you have other ones that are false positive decentralization, but they're controlled like like blur is really 
you know, they've only released yeah. 10% of their tokens. And so that's, yeah. kind of, right. And so, and then you have unstoppable domains that's trying to sell a decentralized web three asset. That's a centralized controlled company that is trying to sell decentralized product. That's a false positive narrative. So you really got to look at really the architecture of how it's built and run and, and actions that are being shown and proven there, because there are a lot of false positives out there. And a lot of people don't give a shit really at this point. And fall- <laughs> yeah. And, and so time out, let's back this up a second. So when you talk about false positives, you're basically saying like here, you've got organizations or structures or platforms that are claiming to be decentralized, but there are certain things that make it either not work properly. It's inefficient or it's not truly decentralized. Right. Is that kind of what you mean by the false positives? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're saying they're decentralized, but you go look at it and it's like, you've only issued 10% of your tokens. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, yeah. yeah. And I think it's interesting because Drew, when he was on, and, and shout out to Todd Ryan, by the way. And, uh, you know, because we were on the Clubhouse, the, uh, not Clubhouse, the Twitter spaces where Drew was on there the other day talking a little bit about, um, you know, and I think he even made the claim where he was like, you know, about which coins are securities. And the comment Drew made, and I thought this was an interesting one, was where he said, if it's got a management team, it's a security full stop. And uh, right, Drew, is that, am I accurate in? in Yeah, I mean, that's a very, you know, obviously rudimentary. There's a lot more to it. But, um, you know, I think it's a pretty good, like, you know, uh, uh, testing the wind. It's like, you got a management team? Like, tell me how that's decentralized. Um, You know, they... what Chad's been building with Contrib and, um, you know, I think is really actually uh, the only way to sort of ultimately arrive at something that's truly decentralized. But um, we're centralized. Don't get me wrong. We're not playing that we're, 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 but we're trying to be gradually decentralized where in our code well, base, you can see where you, you, you are centralized, yeah. but the businesses that can be built out of the platform um i think can actually be decentralized right you can you can um i i you know i kind of think about the future of decentralization at scale as kind of like the early banking system like where it's decentralized but all the gold is held at jp morgan and so like you know the banks are issuing their own currencies and you know sort of the financial system was sort of built in a decentralized way um, but all the bank, all the guild was sort of held in one place, right? Because you need a sort, you need it. People are stupid. Things happen. Like there needs to be some level of centralized backstop security for eighty percent plus of use cases in the world, whether it's money, business control, something, right? The, the, the key asset, like a domain, um, uh, you know, wallets, whatever. It just it's too. I think it's 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 for eighty percent use cases. It's like to be fully decentralized doesn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah. Well, it's, it's hard to do, but like when it grows, dece- when it starts and grows at a decentralized edge point, it's really hard to take down because it's just like the yeah, cat, yeah, yeah, totally. Cut the snake up, right? So once in the court, once the court, how many businesses do we want like that, right? Or or better, how many do we need, right? And so yeah. it's like there's like a very limited number of use cases that you're like. Oh yeah, yeah, that business, the world benefits. It's better if that is built on a decentralized. Yeah, like Bitcoin. You know, you know like centralized.com I bought in 1998. So what's that? 25 years ago. 
So yeah. centralized.com, we had that. And I know Amar's on here a lot. And I think I was at a names con. I was like, Amar, what would you do with centralized.com? He's like, I would put a dot, D dot, centralized. And so, <laughs> you know, so like, so on the sub-demand, we're doing, so we're kind of using that as what is centralized, you know, or central bank account, a web two domain. Oh, man, that is so fucking, that is so, that just, I mean, it's some, this is some real geek shit, but like just by putting the D on the third level actually is like so bang on for the brand. Yeah. Like it's almost better than decentralized.com. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's kind of like, okay, that's kind of, I I do that's smoking. That's a, that's an amazing brand. Yeah. Yeah. Building, you know, start with cent. Cause I think a lot more companies, you know, Tony Shea or whatever with uh, Zappos who passed away, you know, whatever, sadly, he tried to do holacracy, which is kind of a form of flat governance and decentralization. And a lot of companies, it's really hard to take a established Web2 organization and build a Web3 platform. It's, it's really hard to do that. So so with centralized.com, we're trying to get a framework that where people can start becoming more decentralized. And it doesn't have to be core like Bitcoin or whatever, but you know, just start start kind of kind of peeling off those layers of centralization, decentralization your risk parameters go down, right? Your responsibilities yeah. go around. You give the opportunity to a 14-year-old kid in Istanbul that might like, like, and so with us sitting on a bunch of these domains that aren't doing shit with them, like give them back and start kind of that gradual decentralization approach is where I want to be in three to five years is, you know, that. And so we're looking at that using centralized.com as our framework to like, okay, we know we're here. How do we get over here and kind of, an incentive mechanism on that yeah it's dope i love it man no it's all good stuff yeah no that's what's up well look you know um we got off a little bit onto that but i'm glad because i wanted to let you cook and i wanted to uh you know and i did i think i agree with drew i think the idea of having centralized and then putting the d d e dot to the left like and kind of give it sort of like where you start centralized and figure out how to branch out that's pretty that's fire so Dope shit, but we're still in the domain game, and right now we've got a three-way tie. So what I need to, so what I think we need to do, if Braden is cool, if Braden's got another name to float for us, because unfortunately he's out, he uh, doesn't have, he doesn't have any points. You can't do it, Drew, because you have a point, I have a point, Chad's got a point. I thought so, I did get a point. Did I get a point? No, I don't think so. I think that the way this went, I think Chad got the first point. Who got the first one on? No, uh, I, I got the first point. No, no, no you I had went the first, first. name. You, I went you, first. You, Mila.com. Who got Mila.com? I did. Uh, yeah, Braden. Oh, you did. Twenty two still way off. Yeah. Way off. So I'll, I'll, I'll no, no, because Chad. Oh, we, oh, right, because it was one. higher. No, 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 no. This is good. So it's actually Chad right. then that's got to float a name for the three of us to because we're we're all tied. All right, I can give a good. I, I, don't, I don't know if he's right. pissed off or not, but uh, this is on the sell side. Let's go. It's, it's vrcam.com. Woo! All right. Ooh. See, vrcam. This is good. I like it. I all like right. it. Vrcam. Oh. Here we go. It's a lot of pressure. Might be pissed off, but he's in the space. He knows the drill. So, (laughs) who's that? Uh, I'll tell you in a second. All right. (laughs) Oh, you said your partner. I thought you actually said the name. So, no, 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 no. All good. We don't need to do it. And we can always edit anything out in post production. You know, Billy's on standby with the button. All right. So, vrcam.com. All right. Um, All right. Here we go. Ready? On the sell side, flip. What you got? Uh, I got 75,000. Drew's got forty eight thousand, and Braden's got one hundred and seventy five thousand. So we are at forty eight thousand, seventy five thousand, and one hundred and seventy eight thousand. What's yeah. good? 
Uh, we sold that one for, let's see here, a 60 grand. 60 grand. That's me, baby. Oh, no. What did you have, 48? That's so you me. were 12? Yeah, baby. I had 15. Yeah. Oh! I was, look at Drew with the win. Send that, send that flag, baby. <laughs> oh. It was a quick sale. It was a bin to Slavic. I was like, listen, uh, we well, have a mom for 50, you know, whatever, okay. 60, come take it. Let me just, let me just point out that <laughs> ultimately I'm going to be right. Because Slav bought it. That means that he bought it. He paid wholesale. What's, what's the new price on it, right? Let's look, at, let's look it up, see if he's, if he's got a new bin on it already. When did it sell? Uh, a couple months ago. Yeah, he's redirected. He's redirecting it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Billy, don't show that. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, not paperwork. Yeah, yeah. So that's all wholesale. That was a wholesale. Yeah, right but hey, well, you know, you know, yeah, maybe somewhere in the middle. Drew with the win, man. Perhaps. Congratulations. Drew doesn't always win these, which is always wild. We say that, you know, for the uh, and that's a big win, man. And I actually thought I was about to go two in a row. Um, but uh, all right, so new champ. Congratulations. That'll be some swag for you and. uh you know, and uh, so what'd you buy the domain for? Do you, uh, Chad, do you remember like what you bought it or how long you held on to it for? Man, I'm, I, I probably owned that for 25 years. Okay. <laughs> so like a hand reg back in the day or, uh, or a drop or something? Probably hand reg. Yeah. Well, hey, turning, uh, you know, turning $20 into $70,000 is, uh, or Chad, let me ask you something. What, what were you, where, where was your head at? You know, 95, 96, 97, 98, the, the, you know, the, the real mid-90s. Where was your head at? What were you reading? What were you doing that made you thinking, had you thinking about the f- concept of decentralization, of tokenization, of all of these things that you were 20 years ahead of the curve on? Well, well first was... of all, he was stoned out of his mind. Stoned ape theory. No, well, listen, uh, connectivity, right? So I was going after the connectivity with DSL.com, SatelliteTV.com. I made the trade to go get connectivity.com. I gave away DigitalCameras.com, which was a bad move. Um, nah. so I was going Are you kidding pockets. me? Com. So automations, integrations, distributions, uh, packets.com. So I was going after infrastructure. I sold, I sold packet.com, singular packet.com. Nice. Some years ago for three fifty. Yeah, nice. It's a good, right? Because we're still moving, you know, any architectures, we're still moving a packet. So, um, and so streaming.com, I bought in like 98. So we're going after the, you know, the whole streaming vertical and then, and then, and then brought, you needed broadband to get. I sold streaming.com for you, didn't I? Yep, you did to Amazon and .net. It's called Kepa.org. Boom, look at that. That's some history right there, Mm y'all. So, so, so the cam models were just, natural you know world cam or whatever it is earth cam whatever went out and bought a bunch and so you know as a really it's been okay but that, that centralized and vr i mean you were way ahead of the curve well way my ahead. best one my best one has been disintermediation.com uh, so this long word but how, how are you defining your best one pardon me i said Most how number are you of defining letters. best yeah. Well, from a terminology, right? Like from a yeah, terminology, in terms of, right? In terms of how far ahead of the curve. Well, you talked about the middleman, right? You talked about middleman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Disintermediation, baby. So that's disintermediating. And it's called, and that's yeah. 
That was ninety eight. We're going to arbitrage the fuck out of the middleman. Well, they always say, "What's your favorite name?" Disintermediation. Squeeze him. Squeeze him like a trash names. compactor. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the scene in Star Wars when they're stuck on a ship, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Yeah. <laughs> Han Solo getting crushed from the trash compactor. <laughs> um, no, good cut, stuff. Cut off the middle, man, man. Cut off the middle, stuff. man. If, if you're not hey, in the middle, you're going to get out of the way. That's the that's, yeah. that's Move. Be closest to your customer. Get man. out the way. Get out the AKA way. AKA Han Solo. Yeah. Shaq could I, be Han Solo. <clears throat> yeah. He's, he's, you know, yeah, he's, he's, he's a hero like that. Um, all right, look, that's it. That's the domain game. Congratulations to Drew. We covered a lot of ground. Uh, it's definitely good stuff. I love this. Um, but let's keep it moving. Let's slide into the name jack and a jet segment. We'll take a second. Let's drop a commercial on y'all, and then we're going to come back here on Domain Sharp, where all roads lead to domains. Media Options is the industry's leading domain broker specializing in domain acquisitions, high-value domain sales, and domain name consultation. As pioneers and thought leaders on the subject of the domain aftermarket and domain name value, plus through their clear domain acquisition service, Media Options offers startups and established corporations an unparalleled scope of high-value domain options, providing access to domain names and curation technologies not available elsewhere. Media Options believes in the power of a great domain name and is dedicated to helping you obtain yours. Call or email today to put a domain to work for you. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Domain Sherpa. All roads lead to domains. We are here. We got Braden. We got Drew. We got Big Bad Chad. We just got done with the domain game, and uh, Drew won. Congratulations to Drew. New champ. New champ in the clubhouse. And uh, so now we're going to slide into our name. When new for me? Well, no. You always, you're always winning. You're, you're the best, Drew. You're the best. You're always winning. Nobody better. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, we're going to go to Name Jet, to Jet, sponsored by our friends at Name Jet. Um, I would normally be rocking the T-shirt and all that stuff, but I am on the road, so it is what it is. I'm in civilian gear. But um, all right, well, we got a list. So a couple of interesting things just to talk about real quick. So, you know, you can go to go to, uh, go to the site, go to DomainSherpa.com. You can go to the post uh, for this particular episode, download the spreadsheet where we've got the, uh, the domain, the estimate appraisal, how many back orders. Um, as of the time that we air the show or tape the show and then with the order by date because all these are uh, you know they go into uh, their private auctions or expiring domains which means no reserve but it also means that in order to participate in the auction you have to have a back order in before the back order date so go ahead and do that we got some other data and some links and things speaking of links the links are all different now because uh, you know Namejet just switched their site up did y'all see that everybody see this the site switch yeah, not a fan, name jet. Not a fan. I like the old name jet. If I wanted to use snap names, I would have gone to snapname.com. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> they need you back, G. They need you back. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, we love you. We love you, name jet, but you know what I'm saying? Like I know, I know. I yeah, I mean it's interesting. You know, I, I think it's you know, I'm sure it's a back end, you know, thing where for you know, running two com, you know, sort of two concurrent systems is a pain in the ass. And you know, and, and I know that you know, part of my job when Namejet went under the uh, the fully under the web.com umbrella, you know, integrating it under the web.com tech stack and obviously having snap names as well. Um, you know, at some point running two different platforms that do the same thing is, is you know, redundant. And uh, so I'm sure this was some, you know, necessary consolidation on the team's part. Um, you know, they branded it initially or they hyped it up like, oh, we got a new site coming. And then they, you know, they would have been better off, I think, you know, letting people know ahead of time, like, hey, you know, we're going to make this change. We're consolidating the platforms or whatever, whatever, make it easier for everybody because it's going to be consistent across all 
all the platforms and this, that, and the other. But um, I think for the people who like, we, and that's why we didn't make the switch right away because certain people, you know, big chunk of the Namejet customers like the way the Namejet interface works. So, um, mm-hmm. but, you know, change has always changed. And uh, so it's interesting. So it changes up a little bit about how we have to find names and things. But, you know, it's uh, so, yeah. So, uh, you know, at some point it's like you wonder if they just don't make it that, you know, Namejet points to Snap or vice versa or something like that, you know, where it's like if you're going to have the same platform, just make it the same platform, you know. But um, the uh, anyway, but all good. We got mad love for them. We still got names to buy. And at the end of the day, that's the most important thing. And we got names on the list. Uh, so, all right, well, let's go, Drew. What do you think you got? Uh, what do you like? What don't you like? What's good with the Namejet list this week? Uh. I, I like the list this week, mostly. Um, I think, uh, yeah, I think I like most of these names. Um, you know, at some price, at some degree. Uh, it's not, the, oh, I didn't say favorite, this, wait, I didn't say this in the intros. It's not that your domain is worthless. It's just that it's worthless. Big shout out to Brave Match. Oh, man, that's your tagline. Man, more words, more words. See, I was so caught up in the Calabasas so thing, man, that I didn't even drop your, like, your trademark tagline, man. All right, go ahead, Drew, my bad. AKA too many words. AKA words. All right. Okay. Uh, I like, uh, I really like Zeus.org. Uh, I'm just into, I love all the Greek, you know, big Greek names, Greek philosophers, Greek gods. Uh, Zeus.org, really cool name. It is a .org. So, you know, your upside is capped. Um, but, you know, I, I'd love to own that name. The, low to mid four figures and you know i'd be pricing it the 50 to 100 range um i really like dti i mean it's you know this is it's a three-letter.com but this one in particular ends in i which is you know like incorporated or institute or international uh you know basically the most the, the best letters for a three-letter.com or a two-letter.com, for that matter, to end in is I, for all the reasons I just named, C, for company, corporation, uh, or G, for group. Um, a, a little bit to, you know, less, uh, because it's usually association or, um, uh, you know, whatever, some, some others. But um, anyways, I... Um, I like DTI. DTI is a really, really, really high caliber three letter.com. Those are the kind of names, you know, the market on three letters is probably in the 2025 range right now, but like that's one you just pay. If you pay 30 to 50 for that name, um, you know, you're probably overpaying for the market, but it's like, those are the names that actually sell to an end user for three to 500,000, you know, it might take you five years, 10 years, 20 years, you know, who knows, but like DTI.com is an absolute killer name. It's also sort of a typo for multiple things. It's just a great, that's a great name. It's got traffic. It's got search. It's, it's just a, I love it. That, that, that would be one of my favorite three letter.coms I've seen come to market in a while. And then what do I got? One more, two more. Do one more um, like one, not like, and then let's keep them. Then let's move. All right. I, I, I like climbingwalls.com. Um, my son recently got into, you know, these climbing walls and he's obsessed. He just wants, he just wants to go climb all the time. Um, and it's a really great business model, man. I, you know, we they got this little joint over there and it's like, 
under the bridge. The city basically gave them this giant concrete thing that holds up the bridge. They put a climbing wall on it and they get to charge everybody. You know, they got 30 to 50 people at all times climbing wall, paying whatever it is, 15, 20, 25 bucks. And uh, they're serving them beer, little snacks. It's a great business. I actually wouldn't mind beating the climbing wall business. So, uh, uh, at times it feels like we are in the climbing wall business. All right. Good stuff. All right. Well, let's keep it moving then. All right, Braden, what do you think, man? What did you like? What don't don't you like on the list? Uh, let's see. Drew talked about most of the good ones. Um, I only talked about three names. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Um, (laughs) Tuskegee, Tuskegee.com is on the market for, uh, a couple hundred thousand dollars, I think. I, I remember um, bidding in an auction for that name, like in like 2008. I feel like that, that's that in was, like uh, every live auction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was <laughs> like uh, that. what was his, what's his name? The, the 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 he was in uh uh he he had the he was in the adult space. He was buying up names left and right for a long time, and then he's I don't know what where it is today, but that used to be his name. Um, can't remember his name now. Uh, uh so Neil over at QEIP um he's he's uh he's brokering Tuscan.com right now. So um, you're seeing the dot net and what's your thought there? Is that is there a buying opportunity because the com is out there in the market at a pretty high price? Uh, or? What I what I think is if someone picks up now it's, it's not like it's sold, it's just getting brokered, but whoever picks up the dot com should pick up the dot net at you know some small fraction of the price they should be interested right because you might as well take that brand and wrap it up um and um and neil certainly would have the contact anybody that's expressed interest in .com and and doesn't have the budget might be interested in .net so pick up the .net let neil know that you have it and maybe he can he can move it for you so yeah that, neil, neil bostic shout out to neil um the uh so right. talk to me real quick Braden. you know because um buying the .net to like you said to kind of lock up the brand you know, how often should you be trying to do that? And what is the price point? Is it 5% of the dot-com, like, price-wise? You know, what's it worth to you if you're buying a, a one-word dot-com to also buy the corresponding dot-net if it's available? Well, it depends on the value of the dot-com, right? So, you know, if you've got a $3.5 million, a $5 million dot-com, um, that dot-net obviously increases in value, Um but if you've got a dot com that's fifty thousand dollars, you know what I mean. So um, you, you just have to kind of keep that in check. I, I try to buy the dot nets for you know sub two grand most of the time, unless it's like a really strong SLD, um, and that that'll stand on its own. But if it's if it's something just as you know, I've got the dot com and I pick up the dot net or the dot org or the dot io, I'm using it to either upsell after I sell dot com. To, to sell as an alternative because they don't have the budget. They don't have, whatever, half a million bucks for the .com, and so I can come to them for maybe 50 grand, 60 grand with the .net, or 35 grand. Um, or I can throw it in as a, as a value add. If I'm trying to get them over the line, then I can toss in that alternative extension and say, look, you know, I'll give this to you to, make help, help, to help make that deal happen. Um, and sometimes if I've got the ComNet org, for example, then I can sell it as a package it just depends. Sometimes they just come to the .com and that's it. And so then I'll close the .com and then come to them afterwards. I'm like, hey, you know, I've got the .org, I got the .net, I got the, got the .io or the code, whatever it is, and see if I can get them to pick it up. 
Um, and that's happened a few times. It doesn't happen every time, but it's it's also worth setting the pricing. So when they go out and they're like, oh, well, this is $350,000, but I could pick up the .NET for two grand. I'll just take the, I'll just take that and we'll, you know, we'll deal with it down the road. I'd rather pick up that $2,000.net, reprice it for 35 or 50 grand. And now it's kind of like, well, you know, maybe they should just spring for the .com because I'm controlling the pricing for that brand. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, and I've also heard both you and Drew talk about, you know, scenarios where you've sold the .com, the .net or some other, you know, .orgs available and, you know, you recognize there's value there. Because you've just gone through the process of selling, you know, or, you know, name comes up. And it's like, oh, well, I sold the dot-com for 500 grand three years ago and the dot-net becomes available and you kind of have some knowledge around what that market and, you know, looks like. So you'll grab it. You know, I've seen you both do that. Right. Right. So right. that's cool. No, that makes sense. All right. Cool. What else? What else? You, anything else jump out? Good or bad? Um, let me go back to it. Um what was it? Xanda, I think. Um, yeah, let me go back to that list. Yeah, Xanda, I mean, it's not it's not a great name, but it, I think it's a good brandable. There's some there's some companies out there called Xanda. Um, so I think that has some value. Um, phase one, somebody probably has phase one spelled out that would like I haven't looked it up, but but I'm willing to bet somebody's using that. Yeah, so what uh, oh, the you know, before I pass the mic over to Chad, the phase one I thought was interesting when I saw it. You know, it reminds me of system one, you know, which is Michael Bland and those guys. And, uh, you know, they've got the system one, one number, you know, phase one is we, even we, more. We've got layer1.com. Yeah, I mean, those are all with the number. Yeah, with the number. I guess I should. Fa- Phase1.com <laughs> spelled out is a, is a 404. Yeah. <clears throat> it's, a, it's a 1995 name, too. Interesting. Yeah, it, it used to be a company founded in 1993 in Copenhagen, but it doesn't resolve at the moment. Huh. Okay. All right, and Chad, what yeah. about you, man? With the uh, what, what, what do you like or don't like on the list? Well, I don't like TV commercials. Just mm. I don't think that's got a lot of type in and probably overpriced, and so I don't. I wouldn't care for that one. Um, I mean, you guys already picked up. So the DTI is, a, I think, a really, really, really good one. Um, those come, don't come on the market, but, um, I was going to say phase one only because, um, um, I, I just like the phase one on the research. I think that's coming up in five weeks. I don't think they're renewed. I think you can go, I like to get it through. You got to get them both, right? If you're going to go build a brand phase one and go get them both. I think you got a good, good starting point. Like as a starter phase mm-hmm. or starting company or, you know, can go a couple of different directions with that. So if you can pull those, both of those for five grand, I think you got a good package. And you're talking about yep. when you say both of those, you mean phase one with the number and then phase one O and E spelled test, out. Yeah, yeah, radio test, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you're going to go, like, look, it's just like, how, do we have to educate you on, you know, all the time you see those commercials, like, hey, cars for kids, and it's like totally way off, right? Like with a K, and it's like, oh shit, like you're like, <laughs> people still do this, right? They must be super, ex- they execute really well that they don't have to do simplistic market but you hear them advertising on cnbc cars for kit you know like and so like i wouldn't do phase one.com with the one if i couldn't get the o and e but if you can go get it for cheaper knowing that you can go position into this asset quietly and get it on the market because it's coming up maybe or hasn't been used it's not used so it would be a good one two combination for around five grand if you get them both of that 
Okay, I dig that. What else? Anything else on the list that you like or don't like? Well, just for climbing walls, you know, climbing wall charges, uh, you know, fifteen hundred dollars for a three four hour session. They can rent climbing walls, so it is a good business. So climbing walls would be the other uh, good one because climbingwall.com is a rental service in California. Okay, and you could probably you know, position that and do a franchise or kind of you know work with them on you know, some of the other stuff. So I think climbing walls is the other good one. All right, cool. All right. Well, look, anybody else with any others that they like or don't like anything you'd be avoiding, you think is going to sell for more than you're willing to pay. Um, any other thoughts or that comments? BAPS one was, I didn't know what BAPS means. What is it? Kind of have a hard time. Like what is the terminology of that? Is there a term, like something catching on that? I don't know. And it's like, you know, Hindu religion search and, some other things on that one. So that one's kind of a high estimate price, but that one's the one I don't know. I don't know. It could go either way. Yeah, it's got a it's got a little traffic on it though, too. I you know, I just I love four letters. I mean, you could pronounce them. I don't know what the hell BAPS means, but like somebody in the world will. And like, I don't know. I just little four letter.com with a little traffic on it, a little pronounceability. That's a sexy little thing right there. You know what I mean? Like sexy little bat just how, right there. That's a, it's a bat. Yeah. It's plural too. It's plural. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just love four letter domains that are really easy to pronounce and spell. In LinkedIn, there's 144 results for bat. And how is that from a numbers perspective? Yeah, and, and you know, N E and S is a great letter. You know, systems, software, SaaS. You know, it's just it's a it's a that's what you're looking for. You know what I mean? You're looking for you know things that have you're just trying. It's a probability game. All you're trying to do is figure out what are how do I maximize the probability that whatever it is I'm buying will turn over faster and for a higher price than the other potential opportunities. To buy, and if you're buying things like, you know, fourletter.coms that are pronounceable, you know, any letters that are commonly used for acronyms, you know, S for software systems, you know, etc. P for corporation, you know, services. and company services. Like these are just the go look at a registry of company names, like. You know, this is probably actually somebody should, build a tool. Somebody, should, somebody should build a tool for this. This is actually something that I feel like AI can arbitrage right now very easily. It's like, go out, take, uh, you know, a massive list of registered companies, find out what are the most common acronyms, what are the most common words at the end of a, you know, company name, What find find the patterns and then apply that to a list of, not to hand register. Maybe there's opportunities there, but I just discourage everybody from that stupid shit. Anyways, go apply it to a list of domain names that are available in the secondary market. Find the arbitrage opportunities because there's lots of them. Underpriced True. names. You know, you know people you that know, don't know what they're worth. Fat already built that in 1993. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it's now decentralized, and it's run by it's run by a DAO. You know, so yeah. I'm. I've actually got, you know, nineteen point nine percent of the tokens. The um what uh so Ch- Chad, the why the twenty percent threshold? What's that for owning an asset? What are you referring to there? Well it's nineteen point nine percent. You gotta be under the twenty percent threshold. I think the IRS, there's some kind of legal attorney said to do it, and we've been doing it for a while, but uh 
E corps. So it's a it's a legalization threshold okay. for your taxes. All right. And that's what the SEC is pretty much saying now too, right? Like they're kind of coming out saying what is that number? And it's they're using the IRS as like what it constitutes control. Okay. Yep. That's yep. I'm with it. I think it's good. You mentioned it before. I wanted to dig in a little bit for the benefit of the viewers. You know what I mean? So no, I think that's good info. Um, all right, cool. Well, yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, all right. Well, I think we, we, we've kind of went through almost all the names on the list. So I think that's all good. Um, and we've only got about maybe 10 minutes left tops and then we got to jump. So, um, this is into segment four, which is grand closing. This is where we let folks talk about anything that we haven't already covered. And, uh, you know, Chad, I think we scratched the surface a bit on some of the stuff that you're into and, and have going on. Um, so edad.com, you said, um, and then what else is kind of taking up that. time? Look at that beautiful four letter.com. There it is. There's another beautiful four How letter. I communicate with my kids now, man. Like, honestly, it is. It's like, they don't want anything to do with me, but I'm E-Dad now. They can yeah. Yeah, no, I dig it, man. Uh, but is that... Why, why don't you just make an AI version of yourself? An AI twin? What, what do you think I am doing, man? I'm trying to, you know, the yeah. character on AI, I'm watching them. I'm watching them. What actually, it's actually on the website. My virtual ID self taking the ethos of Bernie Man name. I don't know what I put on that, but... Um, yeah, what's up, JT? What was it? No, I was just saying. So is Edad. I mean, I'm I'm looking at this now. This is dope. And then is the is what else you got going on as far as taking up your time? Yeah, yeah. Um, what else is happening? So just most people don't remember. There's two Ray Kings in this industry. Ray King with you know Park Bun and stuff. Uh, there was another old Ray King out of Toronto, Canada. Um, he passed away sadly at 51 last year. Uh, oh. We kind of took over his portfolio for his wife and kid. To, try and help her out. So we sold like IPv6, IPv4, sold some uh, gambling names pretty quick, got some cash flow. So it's like 4,400 portfolio names, DTV.com. Um, he's got his, you know, 30, 40 good kind of names in there is one big one, DTV. So we just, we took over that portfolio. It's, it's available. Um, we're moving kind of people plucking that, some names off of that system. So sadly enough, again, Ray was an early adopter, 96, seven, Got into the legal shit in early days, got too stressed out, backed out like 15, 20 years ago. But anyways, so we've been managing his portfolio, kind of tweaking it out. Um, that's available. Um, we do that with Todd. We now moved it to Twitter spaces. It's our 22nd episode. Now we're moving it down to once a month. AI domains and AI domains and something. We had to change the name. Uh, AI domains and stuff or something. I don't know. Uh, that's two Wednesdays at two o'clock now on Twitter spaces. And then me, you know, heads down. My team's been with me for 16 years. We're automating the contrib input. We're working with some DAOs on some automated, uh, contribution inputs. We've been tokenizing domains. The compound botting curve is working awesome, uh, for four years now. Uh, we're looking to do like a domain fund where now we can now really work a, a fractionalized portfolio of domains and your, your wallet into a DAP. So the DAP is working really good consistently now. And we're just excited to see where Ethereum kind of upgrades to these new protocols, man. Cause it's like, it never stops. And that's the exciting part, right? Is these new young kids who got are hungry and are, don't ask for permission. They just launch. And so keeping up on that research, you know, I'm doing four to five hours of research a day, just on the AI 
you know, technical shit and it's exciting. Yeah, so, yeah, no, all good stuff, man. It's a lot there. This is one. This is the shit I'm talking about, man. This is what I'm saying, dude. Big, look at the big brain on Chad, man. You guys are really, you have so, been way ahead wanna, of the curve on a lot of this shit, man. It's really I just crazy. Point out, I'll point out. There's always that point in the conversation with Chad where he's talking, and then suddenly you're like, I have no idea what he's saying, <laughs> and we just passed that point. <laughs> You'll be there in a couple of years. It's okay. Oh, look, no, either, either you're stoned out of your mind and you're just you're like rambling about shit or you're talking about shit that I just, I'm not, it's just way above my pay grade. And I don't like, it will take me several more years to catch up to what you're saying. You're <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, Drew and I were talking Ethereum, you know, many years ago, right on that stuff. But what might play out, which is I'm really excited about is I filed a patent for Ethereum came out. So only patent I have. And it's the title, Platform for Building Virtual Entities Using Equity Systems. A virtual entity is a URL. And then equity systems is a theoretical value equation. So depending on what the SEC does with securities and shit, like this is where our patent might play in for domains. Is, is, is we, want it, we want our assets to like brew up because some of these lower domains might be worth a lot of money on stupid names you would think are worth 10 bucks. But, you know. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, shit. Like, you start seeing these things in our portfolio brew up. Like, okay, what's going on there? And so we want to be able to have a mechanism that can trade value or determine value without getting into the SEC bullshit of securities, laws, contracts, all that bullshit. And that theoretical value equation mechanism continues to play out like, oh, shit, this is this might be really something. So we've been trying to get that out to other attorneys and stuff to see is can we use this as an industry for the industry to help determine our valuations of our domains without getting into the legal structure of an equity or utility or whatever else. And so I'm excited about that patent because we're willing to donate it to like that, but the donation would get 2% back to impact programs. And that's really big. What I'm big on is how do we use domains for, to make our society a better place? And I'm committing 2% of my, 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 my ownership into like water school with Richard Lau and these other like really programs that are like really doing meaningful work. Um, Cause at the end of the day, man, like we can't go with our names, right? Like we don't do anything with it. And at the end of the day, like a seeing Ray die at 51, like kind of woke my ass up. But, like, let's get going, man. Let's like, you know, our domains are beautiful that we haven't extracts the surface of what a domain's potential is. And this AI front is, I think that next wave where we can really 10 X hundred X our portfolios. And that's I agree. Heads down on. Yeah, I hope love so. It. Love it, man. And uh, yeah, all good stuff, man. It's it's good work, and I love the uh, you know the 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 charitable aspect of it. I think that's awesome. I, I'd love to just get your your, your your quick take, the quickest take you can do. But the, what do you think about things like Blue Sky, Mastodon, and the way that these things are basically anchoring on domain names as the identity verification, um, you know, node basically. Uh, you think that's a trend that's going to continue? You think we'll see adoption in some of the mainstream, like uh, Twitter? Um, I always said Twitter should decentralize into a DAO. Hopefully Elon Musk does that, but it won't. I, look, I love it, right, from an indexing standpoint, right? Identity indexing, because the humans are computers and computers computers. So when the computers and computers start really doing automations, right, and doing yeah. you know, themselves out, right, that's 
that that kind of little bit i'd say less human, than, humans well, need a digital mode they each individual human will need a digital mode and it only makes sense that, that would be a domain name but, yeah and i think and i think i think it goes layer deeper right so i think that it's, it's the first layer of identity or how do i how do i how do i find this asset or this entity and then it goes deeper into the dids and the it goes layer into the tree, the Merkle tree, right? So it goes into a Merkle mm-hmm. tree. So that first form of identity is, again, if you can't find that first source, you don't get to where the that is essentially yeah. yeah. stored, right? So it's super important to get super simple, keep it super simple. It does reverse domain. So instead of left of the dot, it's kind of like, you know, look for patterns on the right, the reverse. Like, I think there's like certain languages you remember right to left, to left to right. So with this, it doesn't really matter if it's left or right, right to left. And so you can look for, you know, there might be a trend he, where you can look for demands. You just that crossed that line again, Brady. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's again, exactly so, where it happened. It happened right, right there. It's, it's called the app protocol, AT, the app protocol, appproto.com, right? So, so, so Blue Sky is using the app protocol. Mm-hmm. And based on that protocol, it can read it left to right or right to left. So it, do, it kind of doesn't matter. So that's really what it means. And so if you can find domains that don't that look like they're crazy, fat, crazy, and if they read something differently, look, you, that might be a wave you could catch on to. If that system does catch on, you might so be able I, to find it's, it. That's, it's, that's interesting. So that, that's interesting. I hadn't thought about that. But but uh, I guess the way I interpreted it was like this sort of uh, – this makes third-level domains – particularly relevant and interesting and like it, it starts it makes me think that like you could have some really important you know sort of vertical domains that have a whole host of domain registrations on the left of the dot um i don't know just like back in the day when i bought mushrooms.com i always loved that domain name because i thought oh you know you can have a website for oyster.mushrooms and you can have you know magic.mushrooms and you can have you know uh, portobello dot mushrooms and anything that sort of lends itself to uh, 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 you know qualifier an adjective uh, uh, um, I feel like perhaps become more valuable because of the entire new namespace it opens up on the left of the dot. I, I look. I think that's the bullish part of domains, right? Is the the flexibility to be composable and layer on, like to build shit, yeah. right? I mean, eventually it becomes a central point of where you organize it all to communicate, organize it, store, you know, it makes sense. Yeah. So I think again, our biggest, weakest points off top, but I know uh, somebody wrote something about the reverse domain hijacking shit. Like it doesn't matter anything because there's no teeth to it. Right. So like if you're trying to build a web three product on a web two domain, it's going to be really hard unless you get your, your governance pro like, what is your action going to be if, and when this occurs. Right. So like, um, so when you're building a subdomain, like what is if it, if it can be taken down or removed or whatever because the, you don't own it, that's can that's you got to identify that risk parameters of of that. So I think you know for me again being in the space for twenty seven years, like how do we make it better, right? And so technically, technology is coming and, and domains are sitting in a great spot from a digital native asset DNAs mm-hmm. uh, from a technical standpoint. Like we're good and like yes, we want to be right here this time right now. But from an, a governance and a, and a political standpoint, we're dealing with, we're trusting our stuff into a centralized kind of almost fraudulent ICANN organization. Like, like let's, let's, let's organize and use technology to, to make our industry better 
with our within our collective community, not like and trying to influence that. So from a tech stack to answer your question, the app protocol, if that app protocol builds momentum at, a, at the edges, um, your domains and the utilities that can just layer on top of that domain will comes back. Will be in a good, you'll be able to just leverage those open source protocols on your domain to build identities, expand your identity tree down. So yep. trickle down, trickle that, <laughs> that, that value. I said trickle down value. No, but hey, I think it is a really important thing. And this, we've talked about this with the blue sky stuff and, you know, just that, you know, domains as the focal sort of your kind of your starting point or your main, you know, hub, if you will, you know, from a digital standpoint, your digital identity. Um, as well, it's the world's- so obvious. It's like, oh, how do you verify whether this is the New York Times? Well, do they have the nytimes.com domain name? Great. Check. How do I verify that this person works for New York Times? Do they have a at New York Times email address? They do? Great. Check. Right? Yeah. Like, how do you verify? You know, all of this makes sense. And, and you know, it, it, yeah, it just, everything else seems cumbersome compared to domain names being verification for both individuals and businesses. And if it's verification, then it's also, you know, wallets and payments and it's, it just it, it it's that central point, as Chad said. Well, it's payments and information. Well, I think the thing too is that because the domain, you know, and this is what I've always said too about domain names, which I think is you know, is because you have a public facing aspect. Obviously, is a way to reach out and to the entire world with whatever it is that you're doing and selling, and and you know whatever information you're providing, and you know, but then you've got the technology layer, and this slides into you know the stuff that Chad's talking about, where depending on sort of the call it the base internet protocols as they develop and evolve, like you know if they you know they kind of are able to sort of you know connect the you know the utility. The public-facing aspect of the domains, tying it to verification, and then all of the other tech and pieces there, you know, whether it's emails, websites, stuff, and then now you're getting adapts and apps and you know all this other utility and cool shit. So, yeah, man. My thing is this: two things. One, you have to be as close to your customer. Number one, that's never going to go away. Like you got to be as close to your customer, otherwise AI and other people will try and slow their in there. Right? That's that's typos, right? Like you know, you can execute and build a business, but if you're not as close to your customer, you're Something else will find a way. And two, domainers have been playing defense pretty much the entire system most of the time, right? Landing pages, PPC, pay-per-click. What happens when those all, those URLs can start going on the offensive? And 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 so that's what we tell people. Like, listen, you know, like, one, you're not as close to your customer because we are. Uh, and then two, we're going on the offensive. So, so I think with these AI tools now, people are going to get more aggressive. They're like, hey, let's put this now into motion not just on a PPC lander where if I know you're not doing it with it, then I'm not, you're not a threat to me. Um, you're there. We're going to keep you contained. If you, if I think you're going to do something with it, then I have to watch you and maintain you as a competitor. And so I think that's where in the next two or three years, you'll see solutions come to the domain space that will give your asset an offensive weapon. Um, and if and you can get those in use, then you'll start seeing your, your, your negotiation skills change a little bit. That's interesting stuff. All right, cool. Well, we covered a lot of ground as expected. It's good stuff. It was a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, melting minds since uh, 95. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, man, Chad, appreciate you being here. Braden, Andrew, as always, you know what it is. My co-host. Um, and to the audience, like I say in every show, thank you so much for tuning in. Without you, there is no us. 
You know how we do it. We appreciate you guys. We're not hard to find. Hit us up. You got any comments, questions, all that good stuff? Let us know what's up. Um, otherwise, get to edad.com and uh, you know see what's good there. And uh, also check out. Speaking of websites, you got to go check out the new MediaOptions.com website, which yeah. is live now. You know, so go check it out. Let us know what you think. You know what I'm saying? Send it to your friends. Somebody looking for a domain. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yo, let us know what's good. Um, and uh, yeah, so all good stuff. And uh, we'll see everybody next time here on Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. Peace out, everybody. We'll see you all soon. Peace.